Welcome to another episode of In the Life of Sean Powers. He keeps you entertained on the morning show on My1043 in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. But what is he like after the show? Well, here you go. I've missed you guys. It's been a couple of weeks since I've been on here to uh, do some podcasting, but I'm uh, now starting to get my voice back a little bit. So I'm going to go as easy as I can here today, okay? I'm just going to talk about things that are going on in the world, things are going on, uh, thoughts and ideas, and you know what's been happening over here at uh, the uh, Sean Powers side of things. Anyways, welcome into the In the Life of Sean Powers podcast. Uh, today, I'm going to talk about being sick, first of all. I'm going to open it up with that. Um, I have some sort of pneumonia virus, whatever it's called, uh, the meta, neuro, beta, ta- whatever it's called. It's, it's one of those out there where it hits your upper respiratory, and then it uh, doesn't cause, uh, it doesn't cause, um, like, runny nose or anything like that uh watery eyes not really watery but just re- just feeling really lethargic and uh, just dealing with that and then of course it got into my throat and now it's into my lungs and it took my voice for the past couple of weeks so that's why i haven't been able to do a podcast but uh, i'm back at it i'm going to do i'm going to work my best through this podcast and uh, let you know uh, what's been going on in the life of Sean and let you know what's going on in the world. I just got some things I just want to share. It's good. This is kind of like a hodgepodge show. Um, as some people know, I'm uh, vacationing next week. I'm gone June 5th through June the 9th. I'll be back on June 10th here in Mount Pleasant. Uh, so I won't have a podcast next week either. I know. Bummer. Right. Nobody misses these things. <laughs> Anyways, um, if you listen to um, the morning show with me on my 104.3, you know, I have been down ill. I've had this whatever this virus is and it takes i went to the doctor last wednesday for a checkup and he checked on this other issue that i've got going on and now it's in my lungs <coughs> coughing and hacking still um i have the watery eyes the itchy eyes uh i have the uh the head rushes at times where it feels like my head's gonna blow up and explode um it also feels like i'm gonna get dizzy and pass out i've been drinking a ton of water uh been doing some honey didn't been doing some lemon uh been doing uh the uh the claritin i was told to get mucinex to loosen it up uh, I've, I've done so much mucinex and it's like mucinex is supposed to you know make it uh make it uh more watery so you can actually cough up the crap that's in your throat i haven't been able to do that it's still stuck there a little bit uh you hear some scratchiness in my voice here but it's not as bad as what it has been over the past few days so this morning i woke up i asked god i said god help me through get rid of this thing once and for all please and uh, today i got on the radio show and it started out a little slow and i'm like here we go it's gonna be really bad and then all of a sudden everything's good and it's starting to you know starting to heal and i'm on the back end of the men there now other people that i know have it my son has had it he still has it uh, a good friend of mine's had it for four and a half weeks and it still hasn't cleared up it's still not going away so yeah so let's not talk about that. Okay, we already know I've been sick and people have been sick and it's going around and it takes a while to get rid of. And there's no uh, there's no vaccine, there's no drugs to to help kill whatever it is. You just have to run, let it run its course. So uh, I was hoarse. I had no voice for like the past two weeks and it was great over the holiday last weekend uh, with Memorial Day weekend being around because my wife goes, you're not talking as much. And I love it. It's nice and quiet. And I just wanted to go off and just start to, you know talking stuff smack about her and in a fun way, but I didn't do that. So uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. Uh, I, I, I want to just uh, I want to shed some light on a couple of different things here. 
And here's a poll that I found online. YouGov poll finds that holding elevator doors for people get plenty of reactions on social media from people who have varying opinions about whether it's acceptable to try to close the elevator door before somebody can board. I've done this all. I've done this a lot with friends and family. You know, they're running for the elevator. I'm like, I shut the door on them. And I put a thing on our Facebook page. Nobody got the answer right, by the way. Three in ten people, 30% of people, they will hit the button to close an elevator door on somebody because they saw somebody approaching and wanted to leave without them. Uh, Gen Zers, 40% say they've done this. 42% of millennials, 34% of Gen Xers have done it. And uh, so it's just, you know, I, I do it because it's fun. It's fun to mess with people. And I like messing with people from time to time, not when I'm feeling ill, but, you know, on an elevator of most places, you know. So that's uh, that's one story that I found here. Also, another poll out there today shows it takes less than 20 minutes to decide if you want a second date with somebody. Look, people, I don't know. I haven't dated in 20-some years. I've been with my wife for all that time. So uh, I don't – less than 20 minutes to decide on – look – Here's the thing. If I okay, so let me let me go back to when I was in the dating world, and the woman that I dated before uh, I met my wife Patty, her name was Michelle, and Michelle eventually got married, moved to Dearborn, Michigan, with her husband, and we lost contact. And you know, this is before Facebook and and that kind of social media. But uh, anyways, um, so if I were on a date with somebody. They say it takes about 15 minutes, I'm sorry, 19-minute mark on the first date. You can tell if you want a second date with somebody. I've been through this plenty of times, and it doesn't take me even that long. Within the first 10 minutes, I can go, okay, you know what? This is somebody I could kick it with. This is somebody I can hang out with. Uh, this is somebody who I'd probably just you know, be friends. You know, Because I, 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 I've done that back in the day. I was, I was a player, and I would put people in the friend zone. I would, I would do that. That was, you know, that was my way of avoiding, I guess, real intimacy with people. But then the ones that I really were interested in, Rachel with the mustache, um, and she didn't have a. I would just, I'd make that that part, you know, a little bit more prominent. But she didn't really have a prominent mustache. Yeah, she did. Anyways, uh, so um, so I dated her for a while. Marcy, I dated. Marcy was killed in a car accident uh, a couple of years after uh, her and I uh, were dating. Uh, very sad there. But um, so, yeah, less than 20 minutes to decide if you want a second date with somebody. Michelle and I hung out for like six months and then I met my wife. And then it, within five minutes of meeting my wife and talking to her and sharing that enchilada at Carmelito's or whatever the place was um, back in the day with you know my mom and my aunt hooked us up. So she worked with my mom. Uh, Patty worked with my mom. At the time, and uh, she hooked it up, and yeah, within five minutes, I knew there's something special about this person. This is this might be the one for me. And look what she was. She was, yeah. Bendy, we we met in August of 2000. Uh, started dating shortly after that. Uh, yeah, we we lived in sin for a while. Uh, yeah, we moved in together uh, before marriage. She moved with me to you know a couple of different places before we finally got married, and we're still together. And we got married, and we have two beautiful kids. So uh, there you go. That's uh, yeah. So within dating, uh, the, the the topic of it takes it less than twenty minutes to decide if you want a second date with somebody. Five minutes with my wife first time, and I was like, the I want to. I, I didn't. Want, I didn't call it dating. I just met, meet up, and hang out. But yeah, we we uh, we were there five minutes, and we both knew we we're just like there's something. There's something special about this person. Very special. So anyways, there's that in the news. Um, let's see. There's another thing that I found. This is a new hot self-care trend for lazy people who are Gen Zers. And I'm not a Gen Zer. I'm a Gen Xer, born 1974. I'm proud of it. Uh, but it's a thing called bed rotting. 
and I just read this here. Bed riding has become one of the most popular forms of recouping uh, with nearly 305 million views on TikTok. And let's talk TikTok for a minute. We'll, we'll come back to that in a minute. But riding away in bed seems to be one of Gen Z's preferred methods for self-care. It sounds extreme to some people and gross for others, but bed riding just refers to laying in bed for large amounts of time. It doesn't matter what you're doing while you're in bed or why you're there, as long as you're cuddled up in bed beyond bedtime. I've done that, and I'm a Gen Xer, okay? I've done that. I did that last weekend for Memorial Day weekend. I do it a lot uh, when there's nothing else going on. I'll binge watch, uh, you know, Netflix or Hulu or you know, I just I, I do that. I so I am I'm a bed rider. I, I I've been known to do that. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, here's a nice one for you: rancid butter and smelly cheese. This is something else I found in the news. John Hopkins University, they found that the body odors that attract mosquitoes are rancid butter and body odors that smell like cheese. Smelly cheese. If you have those, you're going to get more, uh, you're going to get more, uh, you're going to, what is that? You're going to attract more mosquitoes uh, than honey or something like that. I don't know. Uh, okay. So we were talking about this on the radio the other day. Here's something else I wanted to bring up. Old sayings from back in the day. Um, you know, uh, people, you know, you know, stay off the Davenport or don't touch the chest of drawers, you know, stuff like that. Grandma used to tell me all the time, but some old expressions, uh, along with their meaning in a sentence on the origin, I found this online. This is kind of interesting. Uh, you know, when people say that takes the cake, meaning something surprising or outrageous surpasses all other similar situations. This is number one, by the way, on this list from various sources that it says they, uh, they gather the information online for, uh, this phrase dates back to the 19th century when cakes were often given as prizes at fairs and competition. So when they said that takes the cake, that means you get it. You know, you, you're the big winner. Makes a lot of sense to me. Um, another old saying that's out there, this is number two on their list, as thick as thieves, meaning to be very close friends or having strong bonds, often implying mischief or secrecy. Uh, the origin, this expression dates back to the 17th century when thieves were known to form close-knit groups and carry out their illegal activities within these groups. There you see. You're, we're learning stuff, people. Uh, fit is a fiddle. That's another old uh, expression. And it means to be in excellent physical health or condition, as I haven't been in many years. But uh, the origin there, uh, it originates from the late 16th century when uh, fit meant suitable and proper. And fiddle referred to a musical instrument that needed to be in good shape to produce pleasant sounds. So fit is a fiddle. You're in good shape there. Uh, there's some more on here. Matt is a hatter. You can Google that. Sweating bullets. Cat's pajamas. I've never heard of this one. Uh, something or somebody highly impressive or excellent. Uh, this goes back to the 1920s during the jazz age when the term cat was a term for a salesperson. Hey, man, it's a pretty hip cat, man. Uh, and pajamas symbolize something luxurious or trendy. Okay, nowadays, pajamas. Walmart pajamas. <laughs> wearing them. Uh, we talked about that on the show, too, on uh, my radio show. Um, so let's go back to TikTok for a minute because, uh, you know, people are going, okay, Montana is banning TikTok. You can't use TikTok in Montana. There's other states out there. They're going to start following suit. The governors are going, yeah, TikTok needs to go. Chinese are spying on us, yada, 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 yada. Uh, my thing on TikTok is whatever. I don't care. I love watching TikTok videos. That I'll bed rot. See, going back to that other phrase there that I used a few minutes ago. Uh, bed rotting. I'll go back to bed rot and laying in bed and just watch TikTok videos. Why? It's it's interesting. It's interesting. Some of them are really cool. Some of them are just like, okay, that's stupid. But I, I like the instant gratification where I can watch something for 10 seconds and go, okay, I want to keep watching this or this is stupid. Move on. And I love the power of having that option. So TikTok stays in my book. I love TikTok. Um, I use it once in a while. Absolutely. Um, 
Let's see, we already talked about that. I'm just I'm, I'm rolling through stuff that's uh, really, really big in the world right now uh, just because I'm getting ready to go on vacation, and I don't care. That's that's what I'm talking about here. Uh, the best and worst places to raise families in 2023, Mount Pleasant's a good place. I would say that's number one on my list. Uh, but according to this, there there's uh, Fremont, California, number one on the list is the best city to raise a family. Cleveland, Ohio comes in at the bottom, the worst city, and I would agree. Live in the burbs of Cleveland, but don't uh, don't actually live in Cleveland. Uh, and in between there, is there any other place that's really interesting? Vermont, Kansas, California, Texas, Arizona. Yeah, not really. Uh, those are the good places. The bad places, Florida, Hialeah, uh, Florida, Cleveland, Ohio, number one, of course, Detroit, Michigan. On this list, the worst place to raise a family. So there you go. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Is there anything that's that I'm really um, I'm, I'm really just wanting to hit on here real quick? Uh, Minnesota becomes the 23rd state to legalize recreational pot. About time, people. Well, you know it's Louisiana. They're backwards, so they're a bunch of bunch of Southerners. And they're stuck in their ways, uh, but good for them there. Uh, it looks like Elon Musk could be shutting down Twitter in Europe. I just saw this uh, voluntary code of practice regarding online disinformation recently, and they're saying he's getting ready to shut down the platform in Europe. So there you go. It's all because of the Digital Services Act over there in uh, in Europe. And uh, there's a flesh-eating bacteria washing up on the Florida shore. So stay away from Florida. That's where Trump hangs out. So yeah, he plays golf down there all the time there. And if you'd like to make your child's bedroom less scary at night, um, I guess uh, turn off or keep a nightlight on and uh, turn off all the violence and don't let them watch stuff that puts stuff in their heads because that's where that's where kids get nightmares. Okay, their bedroom is scary because it reminds us dark first of all, but if they watch scary stuff on TV or movies, that's the influence in their brain and it's there at night. So don't let them watch that stuff. There you go. That's that's my take on it. Um, let's see. Anything else going on? Um, no, there's uh, Facebook marketplace scams. Be careful. Yeah, they usually strike the elderly and people that are dumb. Um, oh yeah. And one more thing. This is, this is pretty good. Um, and I was, I, I, I started to talk about this on the show the other day, my radio show. And then I was like, you know, what? I want to save this for another time. But, uh, the guys, do you sit down to go number one? Do you sit down to urinate? And if you don't, you should. Top urologist says it's the right way for guys to do it. You sit down, you tuck, you duck, and you let it stream out. Um, I, I think that now, unless you're going number two with it, it doesn't make much sense to me. If I just have to pee, I'm going to stand at a urinal or I go into the bathroom, lift up the toilet seat, which I do. I do. If there's a toilet seat down, I lift up that toilet seat. I don't try to go in between the ring there because then I'm going to have dribbles and I'm going to have to clean it up with TP. And yeah, it just becomes a real mess there. So yeah, top urologists are out there. Uh, Gerald Collins, by the way. And who is he? He's a urologist. Uh, anyways, he's not Richard Tapper. Anywho. Um, so yeah, guys, we're, if we're peeing, sitting or standing up, we're doing it wrong, according to him. And this is just, that's just the way it is. Okay. Yeah, and now sitting down now. Now, if you stood up to to go number two, then I would want I, I would be like, okay, that's that's wacky. But to sit down to go pee for a guy, the hose is there, man. You know, and especially what if you're outside? Do you have to squat to go pee? No, 
that's the hose, man. The hose is there for a reason. You know, you can hold it, you can guide it, you can aim. Uh, most guys miss their aim anyway. Yeah, that's why my wife had a she had to put a target in our toilet. But, uh, anyways, uh, that's that's that 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 new story there. Uh, let's see anything else there. Oh yeah, one more. I I, I keep saying this, but I have one more thing to share uh, before I roll on vacation. Which is a worse place for somebody to cause a scene: a wedding or a funeral? And I'm going to say a funeral because it's somber usually, and it's more reserved. Weddings are fun. They're supposed to be loose and free. So there's my take on that. If you have any take on any of the things we talked about, uh, let me know. Shoot me an email, Sean, S-H-A-W-N, at WCZY.net. That's W-C as in Charlie, Z as in Zebra, Y in the letter Y, dot net. Sean at WCZY.net. All right, I'm going on vacation, everybody. You guys enjoy your time, and we'll talk to you here in a couple of weeks. It's in the Life of Sean podcast. Thank you for listening. See, now there goes the voice. Yeah, I got that virus still. <clears throat> Hopefully I can recover from it and be 100% when I get back. Oh, look. Oh, my God. Did you see that? Oh, there's a fox in the backyard uh, here at the uh, podcasting studio, and he, he was just chasing around uh, a buck, and they're chasing each other around. Kind of cute, the kind of stuff you see here. Anyways, all right, ADD's kicking in. Have a great one, everybody. We'll talk soon. Stay classy and take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to In the Life of Sean Powers weekly podcast. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, our affiliates, or My1043 and Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.